podcast we do this every every <laughs> a frog in my throat right right before the show <laughs> we do this before every podcast me and Wes sit down and talk about stuff and he was he was pretty i don't know miffed about things i don't know where he was or whatever but what's funny to me is like now i think about it is how when you showed up i had calmed down from all my irritation oh did i get you all riled up i'm <laughs> then, sorry no 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 i just was just laughing about how i was angry and it's like you came in the house and like i don't know maybe you just sucked it out of me and took it all oh man like shang sung from mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah or i was like um uh what's the guy's name from um green mile uh I don't remember what his name John was. John Coffey? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I just I sucked all your I sucked all your angry flies out of your body. Oh <laughs> my all my cock flies. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever they were. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I was all riled up by you the imagine, post office and you stuff. You imagine on that movie, like somebody was like, Okay, he's gonna grab him right by his dick. You have to make like something come out of his mouth that looks like all the bad energy from his dick. And they were like, What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, he's just going to spit out a bunch of dirty urine out of his mouth. Like, like we can't put that in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I know that guy had a bad bladder infection, but, you know, that, that's, that's kind of bad. Well, what if we make it a bunch of evil flies? Well, they look like evil flies. I haven't seen it so long. I don't even remember. That's what, what it's what like, it a bunch like. of gnats or something. Honestly, I think I only saw that movie in the theater and never watched it again. Like, I didn't hate it, but it just wasn't something I was ever going to watch all, there again. There always seems to be a theme with movies, and when there's evil around, there's a bunch of flies and stuff. You know, wasn't then the Exorcist have a bunch of flies? I don't remember or something like that. And then I think then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Everybody hates flies, so why not just associate associate them with evilness? Uh, I, uh, especially like the big giant things that damn like that you have to like look at and determine is that a, is that a wasp or 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 hornet or something because it's so big and just the way it's like back end looks because we got these out here. That like try to eat you when you yeah, get out of the car, and yeah. it fucking pisses me off. The, the flies you got to worry about those ones that are green, kind of the green on their backs. Those those guys are relentless. Oh, I had uh, these that Kamik- we have out they're here. Kamikaze flies. No, like out here we got these giant horse flies. They're almost yellow on the Ugh. back, and uh, that's why I said you got to like, is that thing going to sting me? But it doesn't matter because if they bite you, it hurts. Oh yeah, and, they hurt, and they're not afraid of you, and they don't stop. They like I had one at a ball game bite me. On uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Bowl a bowl game. game. I was at a, a bowl, bowl game. game. And, uh, I was in New York City. Yeah. I was at a ball game, and a fucking fly it bit, me. bit me. And I was trying. And it kept- I thought it was the guy behind me, so I smacked him, and a whole fucking whole thing broke like, out. Hey, what are you doing? And I said, "Hey, I'm not a pussy. No one bites me." Anyways, <laughs> um, it bit me, and I swatted it away. But then it like got angry and kept coming back at me, dude. I started running to get away from it and was swatting at my neck, and it still kept chasing me. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And finally, my sister in law was able to like grab it and like throw it away from me. But it like chased me. I'm talking like twenty, thirty feet. It didn't just like you know. They're a relentless, feet. man. Oh yeah, uh, I thought it was just me. Then I was reading online no. and it said, "Nope, they will follow you and they'll yeah. keep going after you." Like, I, there was when I used to visit my uh, dad down in Georgia. They were bad in the summer down there you know and that's up in the mountains and stuff and it, oh my god and that's how they were at the swimming pool we'd all hang out at all the time that that he owned 
they were always around Was there. it a pool or was it a swimming hole? No, no, it was a pool because <laughs> he owned, him and my grandma owned a general store, and it was like up in the hills, and it was like the hit general store. Like they, they not only was it, you know, you go and get gas and things you need, but they also Military sold. Military surplus? Yeah, they had, the they had, they had guns and stuff. <laughs> no, but they had a feed, you know, they would sell horse feed and cow feed and things like that. And then they, they had a they had a built-in cement pool fenced around, and in the mm. summer they'd open it up to people. It was like two bucks to get in, and it would be packed full of people. Huh. Yeah, but the horse flies were nasty out there. They'd bite your backs. Nah. They, like you said, they'd chase you around. Nah. It sucked. Evil. They had they had the uh, you know the buzzer the the bug the bug buzzer you know what's that thing called the bug the, zapper the bug zap the uh, bug yeah. buzzer the bug zapper and they have it on twenty four seven because the force flies were so bad. <sighs> anyway, there you go, hot fly talk. You had some things you want to talk about <laughs> earlier. It, we 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 literally did our rundown before the show, and they were like, we were like, what do you want to start off with? And I was like, we can talk about that neighborhood stuff. And and we're like, yeah, cool, let's start off with that. And then somehow we got under fucking flies, all because of John Coffee. <laughs> yeah, but we can talk about neighborhoods. So the whole reason I wanted to bring up neighborhoods, and I'm sure you can relate to this growing up in uh, the Oakland neighborhood uh, in Topeka, but where I live now in my neighborhood. There's a thing in Topeka, I think, where Burlingame is somehow the equator of Topeka, and everything east of it is just shit, and everything west, the majority of everything west of it is good. I've noticed th- I noticed this when I lived over off Randolph in the apartments over there. In the Misty Glen? Yeah. I was always like, it's like, I noticed that like you could, even the houses, like you'd look at them and be like, well, these look all right. Then you look across the street and you're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> you, like, so... I told you I go on those morning walks, and literally, I'll it'll be five thirty in the morning. I'll be walking down the street, and I'll see sketchy guys just riding their BMX down the street and and stuff. And then I cross over Burlingame, and then there's like little old ladies going on walks the same time I am, saying hello, old guys, you know, in their sixties, being like, "Good morning," you know. And, and then and then I do my circle around, and when I come back, like the other day, I came back, and when I crossed back over Burlingame, there was literally a guy on a BMX bike. He just stopped, sat on the curb right off a. Of, Burlingame. Burlingame's a really busy street here. Uh, and just took out a cardboard box, set up something, and just started eating like cereal on the curb. <laughs> and I was like, like right when I crossed the street. <laughs> How old was this guy? He honestly, he was he had he looked like he was in his mid to late twenties. Okay, the reason I ask that's that's what I was. He getting was at. he was a Hispanic guy. because in Oakland. The BMX bike seems to be the choice of the younger guy, and at some point, I don't know what happens, but they graduate up to the, like, say, 10-speed or mountain bike. Probably because you can, change, ha- you can that, change the speed, man. That, that You're getting older. You well, got to get those easy pedals but, going. But they add on the, uh, like the little thing on the back that you can pull a kid with. But it's not for pulling a kid. Yes! It's, <laughs> it's like your laundry. Yeah, it's like they, the groceries, all the stuff they're stealing off everybody's lawns. Yes. Uh, you know, parts of your car that they took. I just saw a, a, a gal who was... Super- I wonder what age they hit that where they decided, I need the upgrade. Yeah, I just saw a gal who looked fairly sketchy, and she was riding her bike down the street and had that kid thing on it, and she was driving a little erratic, and I didn't think, like, oh, it's probably filled full of bullshit. My first thought was, Jesus Christ, this lady's got a kid, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, what is going on? And you could tell everybody was kind of looking at her, and then once you got past her, you said it was just filled with, full of laundry and oh, junk dude, and, like, quick shop cups. I, I wonder if your neighborhood's <laughs> the same way as Oakland. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I shit you not, I was, like, at the gas station in Oakland, and I remember, like, that was right about the, the, the beginning of everybody complaining about all these dudes coming into Oakland and on bikes with all these little carts and stuff. And I was at the quick shop 
just right about as the sun went down. And I shit you not, man, it was like fucking werewolves. They all just started coming out of nowhere, riding all over the place. And I was like, it's not just one or two. It was like tons of them. It was almost like they were meeting up as like some methy bike gang that was like, all right, where are we going to get all our copper wiring today? I, so there, you see homeless people riding around in my neighborhood. And you see a lot of them, like when I'm headed to the gas station, there's a whole shopping strip there by my house. And at the back, you see homeless people always walking down the back alley behind that shopping center. They're probably dumpster diving and looking for stuff. So there's there's a few homeless people. And a lot of people crash out behind the uh, the Richmond Gordmans by my house too, the old the old department store, mm-hmm. you know? And and they used to crash out behind there too. I don't I don't know why it's good shelter maybe or something. I don't know. I'm- I wonder if we're like your neighborhood. I wonder if we're at the beginning of what gentrification looks like. Could be because they are starting to put a lot of like businesses to try to get. I mean, they put that gym in there. There's another bank that moved in there in the yeah, last so many yeah. years. I'm like, I've noticed in that area, they're slowly trying to bring other stuff in there, and it's like, oh man, they're like, they're going to start pushing them all out. And well, you know, and it's been less. It used to be worse than what it was, dude. There was one time, so I take the back roads to get to Walmart's close to my house. So I take the back road to get down there instead of going down the main street it's easier not deal with traffic i swear to god it it was like seven in the morning before i went to work i was headed to walmart there was a dude passed out drunk on the curb it was like an episode of shameless it was like frank <laughs> gallagher and he was passed out on the curb and he wasn't dead you know what i mean you could tell he like, looked like he was drinking all night or something you look across the street there was a couch on the curb across the street that someone was dumping. I'm thinking to myself, I was like, dude, you decided to pass out here? You couldn't make it across the street to that couch on the curb? <laughs> dude, <laughs> he was hanging off the curb, man. It, it's so, this, this was years ago. This It's so bad. This, what I'm about to tell you about, happened last week. I'm coming over the North Topeka Bridge uh, from downtown, the new one that goes that they built a few years ago. You know, I'm coming over into on Topeka Boulevard, and as I'm coming over, I see all these police officers by that open area that looks kind of I can't remember if there's a park over there or whatever it is. And the first thing in my head is naturally it goes uh, some meth heads going crazy. Turns out was some meth head was over there, and I can't remember if he had a uh, if, he, if he had a rock or he was throwing things or what the hell ever he, he was doing. But the police showed up, and they ended up having to like kick his ass or tase him or something like that but i mean that's just naturally where my head goes when i see large swaths of police in the area and i shit you not i bet money for every other person who does it too in that side of town and for sure they're right nine times out of ten and it seems like maybe your neighborhood is trying to keep up well my point i was getting to about the the, having a homeless problem around where i live is so maybe it's Topeka Boulevard. Every, so it might be, you know, uh, and also there's those shady, there's all those shady, those shady hotels up and down South Topeka uh, Boulevard. Uh. But, but anyway, so every year, you know, I have to go out and, and and try to maintain my jungle yard somewhat. So I'm trimming up branches and stuff. And dude, I shit you not, I'm trimming up. And I mean, you know, and, and on the east side of my house, there's a lot of stuff to clean up. So I'm going up and down the fence. I'm trimming branches. I'm getting everything cleaned up, and all of a sudden, I, I'm trimming up stuff, and I open up in this area, and there was a there was some homeless dude. He wasn't there or person. They were camping out in the bushes. There were all <laughs> these clothes straddled out. There's like one UGG. There was like three beer cans. They were all wet. I think they abandoned them by then. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? There was a pair of jeans that had a uh, a phone charger cord through the loops, obviously as a belt. Jesus. 
So I had to walk around my yard and stuff and get over the fence, and I just grabbed it all and threw it in the trash, you know. But someone who knows how long they'd just been camping out there next to my fence. That's going on in Oakland right now. I mean, into the bushes. They got people camping out in, like, some of the houses that no one's living in and stuff in Oakland. I guess it's getting real bad. Oakland's got a famous, uh, uh, not homeless guy, but crazy guy that everybody knows by the name of Johnny. Uh, he's pretty much banned from like everything. Like even the gas station downtown, he's banned from. Oh, from really? Stealing. I guess he's like schizophrenic, doesn't take medicine, and like the best thing ever had to been like one of our first like like we me and Miranda had seen him and stuff. But like one of the best ones ever is like Miranda was out of the car. Like I can't remember if she was getting gas or what was happening, but that dude started like coming straight at her and Miranda was like nope and got in the car and we were done doing oh, what we were yeah, doing yeah. but he wasn't coming at her he was just walking that direction she just she's didn't like, want to no yeah she's like forget that you never I'm know not, that guy's yeah. gonna mess with you cause like sure. he has I guess he has a thing where he likes to jump in front of cars when they're coming down the road and he's accidentally oh, gotten wow. hit but when that happened, when he got hit the one time, people on Facebook were all talking about, is that Johnny? Is that who got hit? And everybody was like, yeah. So he's infamous. Yeah. And then this one lady posts on her. is like, oh, he's harmless. He doesn't bother anybody. And then right after that, the next post, was, he literally just went to jail for beating up his mom. <laughs> it was like, but he's harmless. Good Lord. Yeah, he's a nutbag. And like even my kids, like when they're coming home and see him, they cross the street if they know he's on their side and all that it's shit. It's bad when you've got those kind of problems, you know, and you, everybody knows there's that one nutty homeless guy you just stay away well, from. The, the thing is with like Topeka what's so bad is like look like in the last like 10 years the homeless problem has went crazy in terms of we talked about this a couple shows but, ago yeah. yeah but yeah and and it all has to go back like seriously it has to go back to like the the the, the lack of uh what do you call it a health care because we used to have a state hospital shit's all gone yeah could be uh, but I hate the lures though that come with some of these guys. Like there's a guy that walks around the west side of town, and he's a he's probably a guy in his probably his sixties, and he's got a beard like a brown grayish beard, brown grayish hair, and he wears like blue jeans and a button up like denim shirt. Mm-hmm. But he just walks around. He's always got a stick in his hand, and it's it's not like a. Um, it's not like a stick you pull up a branch. It almost looks like a steak, like a garden steak. And he just kind of walks around with it and, and swings it. But apparently they found out he lives in a tent over off of 21st and Urish, right right uh, north of that shopping center there where uh, tailgaters and stuff is at. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and apparently the people who own that property just let him just go ahead and camp out there. Somehow he knows him. But apparently his whole lore is like he's actually a millionaire who just decides to live in a tent. I'm um, – I'm so over that where, kind of where shit. Where does that shit come then, from? Then go buy. Then go buy like a. If you're if you're a millionaire, just go buy like a forty thousand dollar one bedroom house and live like that. Why live in a we, tent? There was a guy <laughs> when I worked at Dairy Queen years ago. There was a guy who uh, would dr- who lived in a in an RV, but he also had a car that he pulled with it. And he would move it between our the parking lot behind us and the Walmart that was over there. Yeah. And this dude would like once a week. Just bring us a pizza from Pizza Hut. <laughs> and somehow this like big story came up that like he's rich and he just that's what he does. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't think he is because first off, I'm like, I never ate the pizza because I was just kind of like, what if he's nuts and he's just trying to kill people? Oh, yeah. Or something like that. But yeah. like nothing ever happened. But like, that, sure. I just love like, where, who invented the, who started that whole bullshit? I know. Like, he's you a don't need a millionaire. Yeah. The I, fuck he is. Yeah, I, I agree. Also, who's eating sketchy pizza? Come on. <laughs> I'm not. You know, no, people I mean, like, a lot of people will, but not. I mean, you, you eat sketchy pizza from sketchy places. Like the yeah. restaurants might be sketchy. Not sketchy people you but don't not, know. But not just some guy who's in a Winnebago. It's like, eat this pizza I bought. You're like, what the 
No. Yeah. Who looks like a dirty version of Blue from old school. Yeah. Not happening. Oh, right. oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was like, no. And Blue already looked kind of dirty on old school. Yeah. So this and, guy had to look and, really dirty. No, he was. And like, really old. Like, he looked like, uh, he, like, like if everyone in ZZ Top started doing, like, crack is the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Not. Uh, anyway, what else, what else we got going on? I don't know. You talked about baseball fights. Oh, yeah, we can talk about baseball fights. Hit the drop. It's American Zero talking about sports. American Zero talking about sports. American Zero, we're always talking sports. So, you know, I watch Sports Center and stuff from time to time, or I see highlights on social media. And baseball fights, they don't happen a lot like brawls, but there's some scuffles. And I always like how. Um, the bullpens will always, not the bullpen. Well, the, the problem is with the, the bullpens. The, yeah. And the dugout will always clear and guys are bringing it up. But my favorite thing is when they're like, they start pushing and shoving. And then it's like already gone on for a minute. And all of a sudden you hear the announcer go, oh, here comes the bullpen. Like, what were those, were those guys just fucking around back there? And they're like, oh, shit, a fight? But the guys in the bullpen, it's like they want to be included. They just start running out and getting into it. And I think I would be like, look, man, I'm all the way out here. I'm trying to warm up for the ninth. I'm not going to go out there and get in a fight. And the dudes in the bullpen, those guys want it the most. So I don't know if they're bored or what's going on. But if you watch these baseball fights, these dudes come sprinting I've, out of the bullpen. I've never, and it's always delayed, it seems like. I, well, maybe it's the distance they got to cover. I don't know. It could be, but I mean, you, they're usually running out pretty fast. It's like, oh, or they're busy. Well, maybe they don't realize what's going on because they're busy pitching or some shit. That's what I'm saying. But there's the tons of guy in the bullpen. They're not you, all warming up. You have to explain some things to me though about baseball fights that I've always wondered. It's like, okay, two people get into a fight, and then for some reason, both teams, the entire team, decide that they also need to run out there. And it's and I've never understood like I, like me I'd be like no fuck that I'm sit- I'm just sitting I right. think well first of all I think the first reason it's probably a camaraderie thing it's like a, hey I got to go stick up for my guy you'd probably look like a, look like an asshole if you stayed in the dugout but here's the thing there's the here's the thing that bugs me about that is that oh it's about camaraderie you're sticking up for your team it's like yeah but you know at the end of the season you're like fuck my team these guys are offering me millions of dollars I'm leaving see sure you. sure that's, that's why I'm that, like that's a fair that's point that's why I'm like bullshit but you probably don't know that in the middle of the season. But uh, what second? That's a, you might. The second of all, I think it's because baseball. There's a lot of sitting and standing around. So they're bored. I think so because like football guys, you know, you know, there'll be fights and guys breaking stuff up. But in like football fights, you see more guys breaking stuff up than want the action. Especially like offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. A lot of offensive linemen are breaking up stuff because they're like, "Look, motherfucker, I'm tired. I'm, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I can't fight anybody. I'm fighting defensive linemen for you know for 20 minutes straight." I like the I like that that out of all the sports like when you th- like I would really like somebody to sit down and analyze this I like but from just somebody who doesn't watch sports regularly from my experience seems to be that out of all of them basketball seems to have a lot of basketball players fighting with people in the crowd no, that's only happened a couple times. Yeah, more so than any other fucking sport is what I'm getting at. Well, well, sure, but I mean, but you're comparing two to, I mean, you're putting like really a couple in- instances. Well, no, to, but I was, I was getting at though, like, because I, I mean, you've seen stuff happen in like baseball too here and there. But do you think like, you like like look how much further you are away and say football from the crowd. It's harder to get into the crowd from baseball and and football than it is basketball. But, but there have been things that there have been arguments or even close to fights with baseball and that's that's why i wonder like what i'm getting at is that 
I mean, shit, basketball players end up in the crowd, you know, when shit happens or, you know, they're whatever. Do you think football would have far more violence if the motherfuckers were right up on the field? It, probably, yeah. I, I think there's a reason that you know that field. There's a distance between the stands and, and but, the field. But why is that? Though? But really, though, it is because because you have to you have to fit a whole fucking team. Of oh no, I understand all that roster and like you know and like eighteen coaches, you know, eight, or eighteen coaches, trainers, yeah. all combined. Yeah, that, that that shit just amazes me too. Is like how many? Like, this when is you, this coach, but, this when, is that coach. But this when is you're the on basketball, coach. You, you could put a guy. You know, you can have you know courtside seats and guys can hear you say stuff to each other. You know, you're so far. You know, and you might not think it's that far, but with a screaming crowd, especially in a football stadiums and football stadiums. Oh no, no, I get, get that loud. part of it. I'm what I'm getting at is that like I get like you know if you, once you get to certain parts of a baseball field, when a player gets over there, you're like you're getting cr- close and you've seen shit happen. Uh, basketball, like I'm thinking about, like goddamn, can you imagine the amount of shit those dudes hear that they have to just be like, mm, gotta just play my game and keep oh, on going. Oh, I'm sure they. That's why a lot of those guys, especially this past year, like were going ape shit about crowds because. You know, they had the bubble during during the pandemic, uh-huh. and there's there's no crowd there. You know, and it's not like the guys on the screens you could hear them talking shit to you, and probably you wouldn't you wouldn't have gone on gone on one of those bubble screens if if you were an asshole. You know, it's like hey yeah. man, you got kicked off. You know, just signed off. But you could tell, like especially in like Philadelphia, they having real problems because they started letting people back in the stands, and those guys just started acting like fucking assholes, throwing like throwing popcorn on guys, see, that's and the shit, trying that, to dump that, drinks on them. But that's the shit I see. Like I use, I mean, like I said, I don't watch a lot of sports, but do you see more of that in basketball, like that kind of shit. I mean, I've seen it at it baseball games it, too. It was never that bad before the pandemic. I just don't think people knew how to act, and you get all those assholes back in the stadium, and they're they're dumb, and they they've been you know gone from it so long. I don't think they knew how to act. Once they got back, which is weird because you're only a year and a half removed from it. You yeah. just forgot how to act at a basketball I mean, game. I went to a fucking uh, Cardinals game uh, where Mark McGuire got uh, called. They called, you know, the third strike on him. He struck yeah, out. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't think what the fuck it was called. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't watch sports too much. Yeah, I, when, when the guy swings and I misses. Knew, I knew what it was. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like the crowd started booing. And he started arguing with the umpire and he got thrown out of the game. And this is like the first fucking inning. And the entire fucking crowd went ape shit and started throwing all their water bottles, their trash, and everything on the fucking field to where they had to like come on with an announcer and say they were delaying the game to, to clean, clean the field. I believe and all this it. Shit. I believe it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, so when these things happen, like for instance, at these games, like basketball games, where I've like I watched one where the guy dumped a soda on some basketball player's head as he was walking out. Oh and, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then you you know you see one guy do this shit. Or, or a couple guys do this shit. What happens that, like, the entire building just starts doing it? Like, where does, like, because how many of those guys, like, are a- actually angry hooligans and the rest are just like, well, they're doing it. Fuck yeah, let's do this well, that's too. Well, that's how the malice in the palace started, basically. I mean, it, they, you know, they got ramped up. The guy threw the drink at our test. Our test went into the stands. Steven Jackson follows him. So they start going after. They start going after fans, which is fucked up. You know, even if that guy threw a drink on, he threw a fucking drink on you. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I mean. You could get, you know, you could delay the game and get that guy out of there, or whatever. But you know, and everything erupted. But then it was the things from the sides where guys just people just it was like you said it just became a riot mentality and then all the fans were like oh he's gonna hit a fan when i'm gonna go hit a player i'm like when you watch that there's a thing on netflix called untold where they go through the malice at the palace and some of these fans it's like dude what are you fucking thinking 
You're 5'8". This dude you're trying to go after is 6'7", and is a beast. This guy will destroy you. And these dudes are, like, trying to square him up, like, I'll fight you. It's like, are you crazy? But that's my thing. It didn't even have to be a sporting event. Like, that mob mentality thing happens everywhere. Yeah. And, like, I guess I, I guess where I'm, like, completely dumbfounded by is, like, I've been at places where fucked up crazy stuff has happened. And never once did I think I want to join in. I always think... Oh, man, I got to get the fuck yeah, out of here. I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't understand it. The basketball fights between basketball players are the best because a lot of them, they don't want to fight. Like Jalen Rose makes a joke about it all the time. He's, he calls it the – like, hold me back. Oh, yeah, hold those. me back. Because yeah. guys will always go after a dude when they know someone's going to jump in. You, ne- you you rarely see two guys, like, square off. You know, it's, it's always like they're in each other's face, and they have the opportunity just to start beating each other up. And then as once – once once one guy comes in to break it up, that's when a guy takes a swing. You know, it's it's like that all the time. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I don't know. I mean, I understand like the 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 the, the, get, the being into the sport, the competitiveness, and all that kind of stuff. I get it, and you get in the heat of the moment. Guys and all that get kind of fired stuff. up, man. And I get that to a degree, but it, like I'm gonna tell you what, I'm out there on the court. I'm fired up. I want to kick everybody's ass. <laughs> Somebody does something to fuck me up. I might turn around, and be mad, say something all fucked up, but then pretty soon it's gonna be like you made thirty million dollars this year, and then my anger is gonna go. There's a lot of guys out there like that too <laughs> that are just like. Like, fuck that. Like, yeah. there's a lot of basketball players, like, benches clear. Guys are making stuff up, and the, with the, the veterans are just like, nah, I'm cool. I'll just yeah. I'll stay right here. Like, I'm worth this many millions. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You can't make me mad for shit. That's yeah. how I'd feel. I'd be like, man, you could come out yeah. here and throw a shit on me. I'll be like, that's gross. And then just keep on going. To I, think my a, I think there's a lot of guys out there, too, that are like, let that guy, let that one guy get suspended so I can move in the starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's my time to shine. <laughs> and they're just they're egging him. Get out there. Get, yeah, out, yeah. There. Come on, go get out there. Get suspended. Come on, boy. Yeah. I, I need some playing time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was talking about sports. I can't get. I can't. You know get, I can't get us out. It it, took, it's all right. It took me just some We're editing. Always screen. talking sports. <laughs> um. Well. Uh. Let's move into. I guess let's move into issues. Let's go. Maybe if I'd quit hitting the screen. I'm angry. I'm so mad at a bunch of stuff. Mama didn't love me enough. I'm angry. With side issues. So for some reason, I have an issue with myself here. Is I'm trying to hit the goddamn drop. And for some reason, my stupid brain kept trying to touch the screen. But that's how you edit the colors on it. And instead of hitting the actual button that plays all of them, I don't know what the hell just happened there. That's all right. But, um, so hey, we all make mistakes. I have a couple of issues. Uh, you, you more than a lot, but we all do. Uh, I'm going to start off with the TikTok challenges. Because I know I've been, oh you didn't even bring this up to me earlier it's uh, a surprise so like I I've, I I know I've brought up how irritating I find it's just t- like you're, are you talking about like a tie pod kind of stuff or yes. like hold your breath yes and, and, uh, and die but they're, they're 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 getting out of fucking control um it, it's went from being like something you're doing in the convenience of your home on camera while they watch you to now they're going it like they're like my daughter told me at Topeka High. They have they are scheduling the way bathroom breaks are done for the boys now because there's a new TikTok thing where like they call them licks and you get so many for however you basically they're destroying the bathrooms like they're ripping the stalls apart they're stealing what? all the soap dispensers oh dude people are like and there's other ones that are even crazier people are doing it other stuff and like the other day I was watching online this kid has a TikTok channel and he is on like the third floor of like a mall or something and he has this cup. 
I don't know what the hell was in it. It was dark, so it was either soda or coffee. And this girl's walking underneath, just coming in the building, and he just pours it off the balcony, all for fucking TikTok clout. And I, I, I'm like, at what point is somebody going to do something that goes so fucking far that it's going to cause some kind of like, like, I mean, like the goddamn government or somebody's going to come down on the network saying you got to start policing yourself because Jesus Christ. I mean, now, we're, like I said, we're destroying entire bathrooms to where kids can't even use them. There's schools across the country that are reporting how all their bathrooms are closed now because of this stupid shit. Jesus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They got like I can't remember what school it was that they said that like, the kids were offering like two hundred I mean the, the principal was offering two hundred dollars to the students to rat people out for doing this shit. It's so bad. Oh man, if I was back at high school I'd be ratting everybody. Oh out. hell yeah, me too. I, uh, and, I, and and then I'd be like then I'd spend like half of it on a pizza but, party to win them all back but over. But I don't understand like they would know it was me, but you know what I mean? I'd be like, hey I, I got a bunch of pizza Pizzas, but I'm like, like Wes couldn't do it. He's the pizza guy. He knows no way he's a rat. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, so you're gonna snow him all over. But then, oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's that's what any good yeah, rat would do. Fucking weasel. You don't ever, you don't, you don't be a rat and then make yourself look like a rat. You rat and then take your earnings and you give it back to your community. You ratted up. Yeah, but you'd be a real piece of shit rat and go do one with them, and then that way they never think you'd be the oh, one to rat them yeah, out. But, yeah, but you go in there and. You don't actually do anything. You're just there when yeah. you do it. So you you actually or do act like anything. I am because they're they're like they'll you know they're like let's do it and like as they look over at me I act like I'm trying to rip the <laughs> yeah. soap dispenser off and then when they look away I'm like ah, fuck you that. just you're washing your hands or when the principal's like well it looks like you're in this video and I'm like I was forced to what do you want me to do but I'm here now principal <laughs> yeah and I'm here now to collect my two hundred dollars. I, I just I guess I guess like I just don't understand the mentality behind any of these kids who are doing it. Okay, they're destroying the bathroom and then somebody's watching the video and giving them likes or whatever it is you get on there. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, who who's watching these bathrooms get destroyed and they're like, Man, this is so cool. I that's not something that ever crossed my mind in high Remember school. Remember when we were growing up and it would be like, oh, man, like, you know, how's so-and-so doing? You're like, oh, he's doing good. You know, he, he's working at, like, you know, you, you're working at Dairy Queen and he, you know, and he's, he's paying for his car and he's doing a good job, you know, and he's, he's yeah. sleeping in class every day. But yeah. who cares because he's working. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, anyway. But no, but it's seriously, though, but when we were, when we were that age – People were like glad, you know, we had a job and that's all we cared about. It's like they're doing all right. And now kids, they all they care about is getting likes on social media. But, but that's the thing. It's like who the fuck like I, I'm on I'm on my wife's boys' asses all the time about like don't I if I catch you doing this shit, all your computers, everything goes away. It gets it's getting sold. I need a new computer, I will take yours. Mm. And, and and I don't and I don't understand like where the parenting is in in regards to that stuff because like i told miranda i was like i don't know if the boys have tiktoks but i told her today i was like i think it's time for us to find out and need to see what they're posting on there uh the, and and that's that's my whole thing it's like how are these kids out here posting all this shit and parents are like oh well i don't pay attention to any of their social media and then they're not gonna understand oh my kid got arrested doing this or doing that also, these kids are doing it for likes and all this shit. And like you said, it's like back then we were like, let's go get a job so we can have some money. No, these motherfuckers all think they're going to get rich and make money being they all these guys. Think, they all think they're going to be Jake and Logan Paul, you know, or they're going to be Mr. Beast who I can't 
fucking stand. I that fucking dude. If I ever met that dude in person, I would be like, Why do you hate him so much? I I, th- I know nothing I about him he's, really. He's a, he's I know a, who he is. He's a YouTube guy. He does all this stuff, but he makes all this money by doing like ridiculous things. And and I get it. People love his videos and watch it. Like like one time he bought like a whole bunch of super balls, and he made sure he bought enough to fill up his swimming pool. And then and then he had his buddy dive in the swimming pool, but because so many people watched and liked this video, like that's how he gets. He gets all sponsors, which I guess I can't really hate on. But he's such a fucking dork. It just makes me fucking mad. Maybe. <laughs> I'm jealous of him. I don't know. But every time I see him, like, I fucking hate this nerd. I only videos I've watched of his are the ones where he gives somebody a credit card and says there's a limit on it. And he says you can spend under the limit. He did it. I saw But a he never tells them what the limit is. And the trick is that there isn't one. So they get to keep all the shit they buy. Oh. But, like, because he tells them if you go over the limit, you don't but get I mean, nothing. How much money does this dude must make off of commercials? Because Jesus fucking Christ. He did a thing the other day I was watching. He was selling houses for a dollar. And it was like, okay, is this like not rigged? And then the, and then like people were going through the house and making deals with them. And then there was like a bathtub full of money. And I'm like, how fucking lucrative is all this shit? This YouTube stuff. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I, I'm guessing that like a lot of his money is because from what I've read, like he has to have like like actual outside of just YouTube sponsors. He's got to. It could be. I uh, don't know. I just think the dude's a fucking dork. Is all. Well, that's why I'm curious now. We're talking about him, like. The dude's worth like $15 million. Yeah, it's crazy. Holy shit. All from YouTube. He's got 84 million subscribers on YouTube. Yep. I'm, and, but that's the thing. I'm, I guess I shouldn't talk shit on him. I mean, he's, you know, good for he's, him. He's, he's doing something right. Good for him, but it's like... <laughs> it's like I see the dude. People, maybe I'm just jealous. But, I'm probably just jealous. But here's the argument I have with the kids about these guys. Is, is they'll watch this shit, or, and, and they're like, it's because you're old. And I'm like, no, because even when I was your age, I would have thought this shit was dumb. Yeah. I would have thought it was dumb then. I don't understand at what point in time the this became entertainment to people. Like wa- like watching somebody destroy their bathroom became think, entertainment to people. I think we just people. officially sound old. We're just complaining oh, about y- young, successful stuff. No. Well, we're, used to, we're used to watching, you know, we, we like to watch scripted shows like Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. No. I, the Sopranos. And, and the kids these days, they don't even watch TV. They, all, they, all they do is watch TikTok and YouTube. Bullshit. I think what's oh, happening. Think, right. No, what I think is happening, and, I, I, and, and now as an older person, I think I'm seeing it. And that is that once you get to be about this age, you realize the generation coming up behind you ain't got it. <laughs> They're just retarded. I, I am worried about our youth for sure. Yeah. I, I Like I was thinking about that like t- today. Like, I'm like, Jesus and, and Christ. I'll tell you what. The youth – young people that work in restaurants and you know wherever they're at, gas stations or whatever, they're – their customer service is so oh, fucking bad. Awful. And honestly, I think customer service has gone to shit since the pandemic. I, I was complaining about it at work the other day to people. I was in the gas station the other day, and all I wanted was a fountain drink. The lady sees me. She sees me. She turns around. And you know when you go to some of these gas stations, they have like the knickknacks and stuff? Like, you, like, like you'll, look, you'll look to the side of the gas station, and there's like a rack of uh, baseball, like rip-off baseball caps. Oh, no. Like, uh, and oh, then underneath, it's a bunch of like dragon crystals No, and go to shit. Oakland. They got all these paintings of Marilyn Monroe with Mexican <laughs> shit on her. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> They got like Mexican skulls and fucking Dia de la Muertos shit all over. So this lady, this this is gas station off of 37th Street by my house. This lady, she sees me. She fucking turns around and she starts unwrapping something. So I'm like, what is she doing? Like she could have just checked me out. 
she pulls out it's like this giant dragon statue where he's like yeah. cuddling a crystal and she puts it up on the shelf and i wanted to be in my head i was thinking lady you couldn't check me out for my dollar 52 fountain drink you had to get that crystal up on the shelf because holy shit it could it could sell right now mm. we've got to get it you up. never know you, you might have wanted the, it you mean the fucking shit that's been up there that no one's touched in like four fucking years yeah i'm pretty sure uh, it's like when you go up there and you're like hey can i get that gum they're like which one it's like the one right there the, right next to the dusty knives right next to the bongs it's in yeah. between the two pipes and whatever those brillo pads are there for you know it's, yeah that's what these fucking counters look like like i'm worried that if i move right next to that right next to that hat that has trump saying raid afghanistan that some dude just clearly is like can i sell this in your store yeah i got four of them they're fucking maga hats they just drew it on there (laughs) (laughs) i just took a red sharpie put maga yep anything i can find yep sell them for a dollar jesus christ anyway anyways i'm talking about i got more issues (laughs) um i i have issues with the Met Gala. And where I have issues is one where they're talking about the millions of dollars that they that they uh raise in their uh charity for art. And I'm kinda like, I get it to a degree. I was like, but aren't there like and this isn't even my big issue. I'm like, aren't there other things that are like a little bit more important that maybe that's where we need to spend twelve million dollars instead of fucking art right now? We got people literally losing their houses, but don't worry, we got enough money to fucking support the art projects. Yep, you're, your, you're anti-art. No, nah, I'm right. not. I get it to a degree, but where I have an issue is that if you want to talk about like celebrities and how they don't realize how fucking out of touch with reality they are, first off, they show up up to this thing dressed <laughs> like they're all going to the fucking Hunger Games. And I'm <laughs> I'm watching him, and then you watch like uh, AOC walk in with her tax the tax the rich dress, which what's funny is well everybody she's there with yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so you have that on top of it. Just came out that the person who made the dress, you know what she's not doing or he's not doing, paying their taxes. They owe a bunch of back taxes all over the fucking country. I love that. Let's go. Let's go to a let's go to a gala with a bunch of millionaires who probably don't pay shit in taxes. Yeah. And be like let's. You know, I don't know. And, and I wonder how many people just she they she all just schmoozed with. I bet she didn't go up to any of them and be like, hey, you're going to pay taxes. Oh, no, year? I'm sure Whoopi Goldberg came up there and was like, oh, I love you. Great. And it's like, what are you dressed at? Oh, I'm a blanket. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. It's like they're so fucking out of touch. I'm like, no, this is what's going on. This is what's wrong. You guys are like, we need to raise money for things. We need to tax the rich. And we're all going to make our points by dressing up like buffoons and fucking showing that we make way more money than the rest of the goddamn country. <laughs> And we can't figure out why these people might be mad at us. Yeah. Like, it, fucking hypocrites. What's funny about the Met Gala is I, I see these, I, I'm, you know, I'm on Yahoo News reading stuff, and, you know, it, it'll show up. And so I'm always curious to what all the crazy stuff these people wear. And, and it's funny when, when, like, you see Kim Kardashian dressed like a fucking ninja. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand this. Like her whole face is covered in, in like some sort of black garment. I would have thought and maybe then, she was trying to be those dark things that took people to hell and ghosts. Oh <laughs> yeah, like like took William Lopez to hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, and then you see other people, and some of these are outrageous. But then you see someone who's at, who's clearly wearing like a, uh, it's a wild looking dress. It wouldn't be something you would see anywhere else. But it's tamed compared to what the other people are wearing. Like people, like chicks, just showing up in uh, nothing but like a, uh, like a what, what, like a sheet, like a sheet metal or whatever. Not sheet metal. Whatever the knights. What do the knights wear that you know underneath? Armor. Their, I don't not know. the armor. The the. Uh, 
the chain, chain mail. The chain mail. Yeah, <laughs> I can think of I it. Can yeah. I didn't know yeah. what you're talking about. You know so. what I'm saying? Like someone shows up dressed like Joan of Arc. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah but like that. The, like I can't remember who it was that showed up in like a normal dress, and like all the fucking news media blasted her, saying, "This isn't the place you dress like this. You don't dress like a normal person here. You come and dress like a goddamn buffoon. You dress like you're going to fucking Cirque du Soleil, motherfucker." That's, I, mean, I always, ugh. I always, I always like looking at the photos to see all the outrageous stuff people wear. I get a kick out of it. And, and, and not only that, it, like what cracks me up too is like I want to I I want to go to this event to cover it specifically so I can see how like the the wild ass like different sides of the world that these celebrity groups are coming from because you got like gangster rappers showing up dressed up retarded and mixing with people that never in a million years would they ever talk gangster to. rappers anymore i don't i don't even think there's such a thing these guys are wearing so much crazy shit i don't i don't even understand it i don't i don't know what's going on you got what is it like little uzi vert or he has like a diamond he has like a six thousand like six doesn't no more somebody ripped it out oh, of his they, head they, yeah, I was like, well, that was you're just waiting for that they, to ripped, they ripped it out of his head when he jumped into a crowd i would have done it too he got it back but now he has like a barbell there or something like that instead <laughs> And did you see there's some other guy? I don't know if he was a rapper, but like and he got all his, I don't know if he got his hair removed or whatever, but he got these little things implanted oh, in his he, head. Oh, he got Is his, he a rapper? Yeah, he oh, got okay, his, he? I think he maybe be an English rapper. I saw that he, he, he got, he shaved his head and he put chains, like braids in his hair. Yeah, they're like. Surgically implanted, yeah. so his, his hair is now gold chains. Uh, I, I, here's the thing. That if would really somebody, hurt. That would weigh on your neck, man. Somebody brought this up. Yeah. Uh, imagine headbanging with all that? <laughs> put well, your eye out. Oh, what if one ripped out? I mean, just Jesus, or got caught on something? Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> somebody made a real good point, uh, on a. Also, you know what? I wonder if he takes showers because how real are all because of his chains? Rusty. His, his chains start turning green. And everybody's Ugh. like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, buddy! Oh, your chains are fake." You gotta spray WD forty on yeah. your head just to get them off. <laughs> 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 um. Anyway, I'm sorry, man. I gotta use the bathroom like a son of a gun, so we gotta take a break. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry, man. I was going to Wes has got a tiny bladder. He can't oh, handle it. God. He. He's a alcoholic, so he sits here during every episode and can't can't uh, can't make it through. All right, we're back from the the pee break. Uh, you gotta go, you gotta go. And he really had to go because he went long enough for me to go upstairs and get oh, some chicken. Oh man, I swear! To, <laughs> damn, I didn't even notice. I, I must have been in there for a while. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm, I'm not sure we told that joke before, but sometimes you go, it's like it's like Austin Powers when he was unfroze, man. Dude, I was just like, holy smokes! When I, I went and seen uh, Shang Chi the other day, and I shit you not, man, I went in the bathroom to take a leak. Dude comes in next to me, he's taking a leak, gets done, leaves. You were still going, still going. Another guy walked in, went, and I was still going. I was like, Jesus Christ. And I knew I had to pee bad. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'd held it through that whole movie because it came on, like, about 10, 15 minutes in. And I'm one of these people who will not fucking leave the theater unless I absolutely have to. I try to hold it through everything, although that's a movie I could have, which I will talk about later. I could have just went pee. Uh, And uh, it just, I was, like, sitting there just pissing. I was like, oh, my God. Is this ever going to end? Like, it just kept going. And it wasn't like one of those, like, where the stream starts slowing down. And you're like, you know, you just force out the last little bit and you're done. It was just like, <laughs> it was racehorse the whole time. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I drank a shit ton of water before the movie, so. I'll tell you what. Talking about going to the movies, 
I don't know about you. Well, you probably can relate to this now that you've had your gallbladder removed and all that jazz, and you've got to watch what you eat, and maybe things upset your stomach. Well, I'm supposed to watch what I eat. Sure, but I love popcorn. I can't eat it anymore. It it upsets my stomach so bad. It gives me indigestion like fucking crazy. I don't know if it's the salt in it, but it sucks because you know our friend Travis will always ask us, we want to go to the movies? One reason I kind of stay away is because that smell of popcorn is like – Peppy Le Pew to me, man. <laughs> like, I'll float. I'm like, oh, it smells so good. I'll get it. And then I, I'll, I always regret it. I get it and always regret it. My mom can't eat it. it gives, yeah. She's got, like, uh, she's got, uh, was it di- is it diverticulitis, I think is what it's called. And, like, really? She can't eat it because it gets stuck in, like, the, Oh, the yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Get, but like, some kind of infection. Mine, it just gives me indigestion bad is all. But anyway, that's hot popcorn talk. And a lot of old people talk. God, we're getting old, man. Yeah, yeah. And we sound older than what we are sometimes. Like, <laughs> like I can't, I can't eat popcorn, or I always gotta have pudding just to soothe my stomach. Like back when I was a kid, I wouldn't have liked that stuff. Yeah, I, man. Every night before I go to bed, I drink a thing of Alka Seltzer, and I just sit there and watch old episodes of Frasier. <laughs> that I will. I, never I don't know why I'm do. talking like an old Southern. I will never meet you. <laughs> I, I will never fucking ever sit back and be like, oh, time to watch Frasier. It's over. I drink my Metamucil and enjoy some reruns of Frasier. No. <laughs> it was tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Hey, um, like, this is going to be a real hard segue, but I really am curious about this because we talked about stuff we were going to talk about for the show. And I wrote down chick at Walmart with a parrot. I'm... Did she just walk in Walmart with a fucking parrot? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So... In the same day, the reason I wrote this down, so I walk in, and this girl is talking to the Walmart greeter, and I, I, I just, you know, I'm just going to walk in and not really paying attention. Then I notice something is moving on her shoulder, and I was like, what the fuck? And so then I really got a closer look, and I was like, that's a parakeet, and she had it on her shoulder, and the Walmart person wasn't like, you can't have that in here. You can't bring a bird in here. They were like, oh, that's cool. Like, what's its name? And they're like, I don't know what the lady said. It's kind of walked by. But I had them thinking, like, is this where we come with, like, comfort animals and things? Like, now it's parakeets on your shoulder like you're a fucking pirate. <laughs> like, and then she did. She walked in pushing a cart, the parakeet, on her shoulder. So I get around. I do my shopping. I'm, the, I'm only into Walmart, like, ten minutes. I, I don't stay in there very long. I'm in there – Four times a week probably to get what I need. I could probably just do it all at once, but I got to get out of there so fast to just get what I need to get and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So I see her walking around, parakeet on shoulder. I'm like, oh, that's strange. As I'm walking to go to the self-checkout, a guy walks in, giant pit bull on a leash. Giant ass pit bull on a leash. And the lady's like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, it's my comfort dog. Because I kind of stopped. I wanted to you know, eavesdrop on it and be like, what? What's going on here? And and he just walks in this pit bull is like a fucking like it's like buff and stout. It's got the it's got the cut ears, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this it might be comforting for you. It's fucking uncomfortable for everybody else. Uh, it's like, do, do you need you really need a pit bull with you to go shop? Like, I, 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 I like people's argument. They're not mean dogs. I'm like, OK, I'll, I'll give you the argument that a pit bull more than likely isn't a mean dog. The problem I'm running into is. The majority of people owning them have made them mean dogs. So maybe you should be banned from shit. 
You know, I I don't know. That thing, I'm, I'm with the whole, like, I don't think they're all mean. I think, you know, the, the majority of them are raised that. Or some of them are raised to fight, and then they're actually cuddly afterwards because they lived such a horrific life before. But I like yeah, the guys. Yeah, but they might be like I war like, vets where but they I like the guys, moment. And we were talking about, that could be true, too. We were talking about guys, uh, you know, in, in my neighborhood. And I've seen a guy in my neighborhood walk his pit bull down the street. And I think I've, I've said this on a show before, but I'll repeat myself again like I always do. He was using a junkyard chain to walk his dog. <laughs> it was a chain like you would use if I had to tow you out of a ditch. You know? And I'm like, how comfortable you think that is for your dog? I get it. you like, I want people to look, think I'm fucking cool because I got my pit bull on this fucking thick-ass chain. He's so strong and badass that the only thing can hold him is a stick chain around my wrist and it's like you think that dog likes that chain around his neck you fucking retard go get a harness for him or something different like i mean i think that's worse than what i'm gonna bring and also who are these fucking people that think people think like this that when i drive down the street and i see you walking your dog on your thick junkyard chain then i'm going oh like i like i pull over on the curb and i'm like this guy's so fucking cool it doesn't get any cooler than that uh, no, okay. how cool can you be two things you've reached the you've reached the you've reached the climax of coolness you are walking a badass pit bull on your junkyard chain you have reached the pinnacle of coolness. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm just going to leave my keys in my car right here and just fucking walk Because out. you're so cool. Oh, you're so it. cool. Just have my Kia. I, I have... I'm sure that Kia is not even cool enough for you. I, I, hey, why don't you hook up that junkyard chain and walk my Kia down the street? I have a question about the about cool guys and, and that I want to bring up because I, I I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast before, but like you said, who's that guy do, Who's that guy being cool for? And His self! Uh, yeah, and that's where I like, okay, I I've been driving down once again we go back to Topeka Boulevard. I've been driving down Topeka Boulevard coming from wherever at like say one, two in the morning, and saw a guy walking down the street with this like I I can only I don't know how to describe it, but it's a strut of some sort. Like it's definitely it's that strut where they dip their shoulder down and come a lot of people do. Sure, sure. And I'm sitting here thinking one o'clock in the morning, nobody's around. (laughs) Who are you doing that for? Who are you doing that for? Or like where they do the one where they walk down the street where they they got their shoulders going back and forth and they got their hand on their dick and they're like walking like they're all tough. And again, I'm like, you're by yourself. I, I'm a, like, I've said this to people before. They've they've disagreed with me and, and some, some people have gotten mad at me for being too judgmental. But I've said, I was like, look, in our city in Topeka, chances are like – you can tell the difference between if people are walking for exercise or they're walking because they don't have a ride somewhere. <laughs> like if you see a person walking for exercise, usually they're walking with the with, with the, you know, they're in walking clothes and walking with a exercise strut. <laughs> I'm sorry, when I see the dude walking down the street and he's got his headphones on, he's just like rapping to himself, like "Yo, I be like this and I'm like that, and motherfuckers can't be doing nothing to me and all this stuff." And I'm like, motherfucker, you don't have a ride. That's what's going on there. Don't fucking bullshit me. Yeah. You're trying to get from point A to point B, and if you don't have a ride, that's fine. You had to walk somewhere. That's fine. I'm not trying to judge you. But how many times do you see that guy who doesn't have a ride? But when I say that, people go, you don't know that. Maybe he's – oh, I know he doesn't have a ride. Okay, because the thing I want to say (laughs) about this guy who doesn't have a ride, I see these motherfuckers too, and guess what? (laughs) Fuck you. I judge them. Because this is why. Because when I see them walking down the street, and they're doing their little strut, and I – I see what they're wearing. The first thing I think is maybe you'd have a fucking car – 
if you didn't fucking spend all your money on all the shit you got on. Mm. And, and, and that's the part I'm kind of like, come on, man. You know, that I don't, you know, that I can't speculate on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that you can't. <laughs> that, just, uh. There's only a few things I can judge, you know. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a judge-o-meter, and I just, I can't. I mean, that it, would that would bring it to it, the, the it, whoop, and the thing whoop. is that, that that guy we're talking about exists in like all facets of life. But like he is in I, every neighborhood, in every town, I, in every race, every ethnicity. He exists everywhere. We went to high school. I can't remember his name with the guy who <laughs> did that walk everywhere he went. This white dude. And I remember one time we were in gym class and he slipped and he had on all his cool rapper clothes and he slipped and fell in some mud and the teacher got mad because he just real loud just gets up because, oh shit, I slipped in some mud. And like the way he just, he carried himself. He got up kept doing that walk even though he's got mud all over him and everybody thinks he's a buffoon yeah there there's always those kind of guys i i do thoroughly though enjoy the 1 a.m guy because i've seen those guys before <laughs> it's like it's 1 a.m you are clearly trying to get from somewhere to another place and at especially at 1 a.m you're not just going for a for a middle of the night stroll no. like i gotta clear my head you know you, you are trying to get from one point to the other I'm, I'm and then, when, then you're, you're walking down the street like if anybody sees me they gotta know i'm fucking cool and i'm like no i i I don't i didn't i that never crossed my mind also another thing we're just gonna go all out i'm all riled up now so fuck (laughs) it my blood pressure is probably through the fucking roof anyway uh adam adam was talking about being on this show tonight and i'm sure if he was and he might bring it up on another show if he comes on that i know i'm pretty sure one of his issues were going to be about guys on the interstate and big trucks that just won't move over for you (sighs) and are being assholes and he had some altercation with one not to steal adam's you know uh, issue or whatever but it, it when he told me about this, it got me riled up then because Adam was trying to get over, and the guy just kept going pace with him. He had plenty of room to get over in the left lane to let Adam in, so Adam had to speed up and get in front of him, and then the dude flipped Adam off like, motherfucker, and Adam was like, well, fuck you back, and, and the dude was like in some big hog molly pickup truck that was like, Nargh. Is there a fucking epidemic going on? Because I was just bitching to my <laughs> wife about this the other day. It's, it's horrible Oh, my there. God. I said, what the fuck is it with people who like, oh, here are my favorites, the ones that you're like, oh, you're doing two miles an hour on the highway so i'm gonna get in the left fucking lane and pass you and but what do they do oh you ain't passing me i'm gonna fucking drive pace yeah. with you now and then they won't let you get over i slow down no i'm gonna slow down too I, i'm what telling the you fuck? I, I am telling you there was a guy the other day i was i was on the interstate and this guy he was in a big white pickup truck and he had the big the big giant uh rear view mirrors on the side the ones that are pretty unnecessary the ones that stick out like, almost like rabbit ears you know they're like they're almost like a foot and a half out from the truck yeah this guy's all over the fucking road he's one of these guys he he rides someone's ass they're gonna move over and then he just starts going pace with you after you move over it's like why did you ride my ass to get over and not pass me what about when they ride your ass in the fucking slow lane and won't go around they won't go around you and then this guy was for some i don't know if he knew his left and rights but like he kept hitting his right blinker and then would get in the left lane so i was like well maybe this guy's fucked up i was like i gotta get past him and me and adam had this conversation after he was venting about his you know his little road rage thing that went on and 
I told Adam, I said, I got to the toll booth and I got K tag. So I was able to fly through. And man, I, I was so happy because I saw that dude in my rear view had to slow down and actually go to the toll. And I was like, oh, yeah. peace I out, motherfucker. Had those I'm, moments. I'm ghost, man. I'm gone. Okay, there, off the top of my head, I can think of three people, three types of like trucks that automatically in my <laughs> head I have like begun to associate with assholes. Uh, and I know this isn't everybody, but they seem to drive like assholes on the highway. The guy with the mirrors you just described, the guy who has a back end with four fucking tires, and the guy who has the raised up body. They're has like, normal tires, but his yeah. body or big tires, and his body's raised yeah, up all yeah, high. Yeah, like he's almost—it's it's like some sort of Bigfoot kind yeah, of looking yeah, thing. It's yeah, it's a fake ass monster truck, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And they all drive like assholes. None of them, and I can't tell you how many of them I've seen be like during like winter, be like, "Oh, I got my big fucking truck," oh, and then the fly worst. off the fucking road. And I'm just. I'm like that's what you fucking get. I don't care. No, I'm not going to pull over and see if you're alive because I you know what right now I hate you and I hope you're dead. But those those are the guys though that are just like like what are you doing this for? It's like like I've saying it's like no one no one is next to you on the interstate and goes God man that guy is so cool with this giant exhaust pipes putting out black truck nuts putting out black smoke ruining the atmosphere won't get over in the lane like nobody's nobody's everybody thinks you're an asshole why. Why do you get off on that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be a giant asshole, and I love it. I love being an asshole. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. A weird thing. I don't get it. But, but, dude, that's like just like I mean, I hate like to bring up Trump, but like that's one of those things. Like, that's why those people, like some of those people, gravitated towards him because like, oh, I like that he's an asshole. I'm like. I, I believe you. <laughs> maybe they maybe they associate it with softness. Like I can't be some soft pussy. No, I got I got to be a tough no, as nails. I know people. Big truck driver who's always hitting the gas and running people off the road. No, that's. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's quite because that. Degree, Jesus is looking down on me. But they do. If you us bitching about it, they'll say it's because you're a bunch of fucking pussies. That's what they'll say. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I mean, like I. I don't know. It, and then it, the guy pulls up to the quick shot and puts on his get his quick shot vest and is like, I'm at work now. And you're like, yeah. what? I, it made me, dude, like, I shit you not, I bitched about this just the other day to Miranda because I was getting mad because this motherfucker just decided to go pace with me. And I was like, what the fuck? Man, they do that on the interstate a lot. Women do that shit a lot, too. Like, I notice, a, I notice what women will do is that they'll let you pass them and then suddenly they fucking fly by you two seconds later. Like, uh-uh. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think it's because they're on their phone and they just they just slow down and then they're like, oh shit, I need to speed up. I, I, I don't know. That's my theory, anyway. <laughs> so we probably talked about traffic too much there. I'm sorry. I'm fine with that. I was fucking yeah, angry. Right. My head hurts. I was so fucking irritated it, it, by yeah, that shit. I'm telling you, that is one thing. You talk about getting older and we complain about forgetting stuff and health problems, but traffic is a real, real soft spot for someone our age. The worst, the worst track. Of I would traffic, say between 40 and 60 is when it's really, really gets on your nerves. The worst traffic I've ever had to deal with in terms of driving, like in this area, because I've I mean, I've been in some other states where it's like, holy shit. Uh, Manhattan is by far like the king for me in terms of assholes and trucks. Like so much that I've been ran off the road by them and then they flipped me off. Mm. And also to the point to where I went to a McDonald's one time and I don't know if there was a goddamn rodeo or what was happening, but there was like shitloads of these like fucking big trucks and fucking uh, and, and, and like. Like, oh, God, like, they all had all these, like, trailer things everywhere and all that shit. But all these motherfuckers started coming through the drive-thru. Well, there's two drive-thrus. I pull up to the one, do my order, pull forward, can't get in because there's a guy there, you know, because the other car came around. You know, the other car's coming yeah. around. But then they just kept coming around and coming around <laughs> and wouldn't let me out. 
And I was like, what the fuck? And that's why I looked at my daughter at the time. And I was like, every time I come to Manhattan, something like this happens. Did you feel like you were in that roundabout with uh, on, um, on uh, was it Lampoon's European vacation? When, yeah. when, when Clark gets stuck in the... Uh... Yeah, they wouldn't let him over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. By the way, Adam, in his whole interstate story, apparently the guy that he got in front of and flipped him off, Adam flipped him off and called him a pig fucker. And uh, I don't know how he assumed that, but I would assume his assumption projecting was right. <laughs> Maybe he was projecting. Oh, no, no. You mean Adam called him a pig fucker. I'm sorry. I misunderstood yeah. what you said. <laughs> no. I thought that guy called him a pig fucker. I don't know if Adam was projecting. I hope, I hope Adam wasn't Adam was projecting. projecting. <laughs> I hope he wasn't either. But yeah, but yeah. He, that's what he yelled at him, I guess. Um, so, but good for him. Let's 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 go. Let's we got time. Let's let's do a trailer. Let's do it. I, I kind of want to talk about it. You want to do the uh, you want to do the, uh, the pre movie Ma- reviews yeah. for the Matrix? Yeah. All right, let's go. Trailer reviews. Trailer reviews. We gonna do some trailer reviews. Trailer reviews. Trailer reviews. And we also like heavy metal. Trailer reviews. Okay, so they released the Matrix trailer this week, and I, or last week, whenever the hell it was, I don't remember, who cares? Matrix, Matrix, Matrix trailer is out, and I had zero, like, anticipation or, like, or anything for this movie. I forgot it was even coming out. Like, I totally had forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't care, and I don't know why. I don't... uh, but this trailer like really did it for me. Like I was like, it's the most excited I've been since the first Star Wars trailer of the new trilogy. Which wow, what a letdown that all became for me. The uh, oh, the Force Awakens. Yes, the first trailer for that I thought was incredible, and like I got all fucking like excited. That's what this trailer did for me too, and I was like fucking awesome. I it, it just I don't know. I can't I can't express how awesome I thought it looked, and I was glad that it didn't. Um, like some of the the concept behind it didn't come off as just like ah eh, fuck it we're just gonna make a direct sequel and make it all ridiculous like the last two movies became it looked like okay no you're trying to come up with an original story and go somewhere else with it and I was happy with that so you shared it on uh, our our movie chat we have together with with another friend of ours and I watched it and and when I first saw it I was like okay I was. I was like, ah, it kind of looks like it's it is the Matrix, but rehashed. I mean, I guess it is Resurrection. Mm-hmm. But then I watched it again, and I was like, I watched it more closely, and then I thought to myself, actually, this actually looks pretty fucking sweet. Then I watched a couple other trailers where they broke the trailer down. Yes, so did I. And I was thinking to myself, holy shit, I didn't notice all. It was going so oh, yeah. fast, I didn't notice. I didn't notice the psychiatrist wearing the blue glasses, and then I didn't realize the, the Matrix was playing in the background of one of the scenes too. Like I didn't, shit I, like that. I never saw like, that. Like, like the movie is actually playing. Oh, and I really? Guess somebody who's seen the movie in Hollywood is like <clears throat> was quoted as saying the movie is incredibly meta, and that's why I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and then there was, and then the other, and one of the women that were in the movie that was opening Neo's eyes again, she was wearing red glass, red mm-hmm. frame glasses. And I was like, oh, I didn't notice that either. And so when they really started to break it down, I was like, holy shit, well, these but, guys really like, went into depth with it. Yeah, stuff like I didn't realize like they broke down things like when he has like the rubber duck on his head. There's Sitting a th- duck? It, that, no. It, oh. It, no, they talked about when you're go- what a, when a coder is going through the code of his programming, it's called rubber ducking. Oh. And, they were, and that's why a lot of people were speculating like was Neo brought back like by the by the robots to try to go like to try to fix the code of the Matrix to figure out what the hell's been wrong wrong with it so 
I'm pretty excited for it, but you know, I love the Matrix movies. I always did. I, I did think, you know, obviously the first one is fantastic. I liked the second one. The third one, I was kind of like, yeah. You know, I, I think the second one, where it kind of went downhill is when they had the whole long monologue. Well, not Z- well, Zion, but the, the monologue with the guy who... Um, the architect? The architect, yeah. and, you know, and then it was like, all but right. The fucking action sequences in that movie were incredible. And, and Reloaded, it was really good. Uh, but, uh, oh, shit, I lost my fucking train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. God, damn it. No, 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 you're fine. Oh, no, what I was talking about, the, 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 the part that I noticed the most was is they were showing some action sequences with Keanu, and there are some parts where I was like, Keanu's kind of starting to look old. <laughs> him jumping, the explosions behind him jumping, some of some of his mannerisms as far as athletically it goes. Yeah. Because if you watch those John Wick movies, he does a lot of tight space stuff where he's not jumping around a lot. You know, he does some, you know, the choreography in John Wick movies are pretty good as far as the close combat fighting I like. And, like, and they, they were really realistic, I thought. You know, they didn't look too fake. But watching Keanu jump with explosions and things like that, I was like, ah, you're starting to look old, You know, man. people were actually bitching online about how they, he should have cut his hair because he looks too much like John Wick in this trailer. And I was just like, I just think that's Keanu's I, I, bag I, now. I, I, and I, I, think, I think since he brought his career back so much, I think he's just, this is who I am. It's like, it's like fucking Tom Cruise. He's like... I have to ride a motorcycle in every movie because I'm Tom Cruise. And you're like, okay, doesn't really make sense, but yeah, we'll have you ride a motorcycle. It's so fucking weird, though, like how Keanu Reeves, like, like what a weird fucking career when you look at everything that dude's done Peaks and valleys, time. dude. Like, but, like, but his fucking It's a roller coaster peaks, ride. But yeah, but like his peaks are like not just like a little leaf. They're franchises. Yeah. I mean, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, he was in The Matrix, which was one of the most influential movies ever fucking made. And then he turns around. Now he's in a fucking uh, an action tr- trilogy that's more than likely going to fucking influence tons of people moving forward. Yeah. That's, it, it's just crazy because then he's in Hardball. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. And, hardball, though. I watched Hardball not too uh, long ago. You didn't like Hardball. I never. I thought it was a mediocre film. Uh, the, the 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 biggest moment in that movie to me. Is, Were you sad when uh, when when, when uh, G Baby died? G Baby died. I, I was not sad. I was in the same boat that Bill Simmons was though. When I was like, damn, they just showed that dude die. <laughs> you know, I was like a kid in yeah. a movie, and I remember at that time I, had I just, was sad. I had just had a discussion with somebody about how they don't normally show kids dying in movies. Then I saw that movie. I was like, holy fuck! I was pretty choked up at the funeral part. I got a little choked up on that. I was like, that's sad. Like, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think it's mediocre. But I'll tell you what, not to tear apart Hardball, but I really didn't understand the whole – they were doing a lot of things with kids' ages. Like this kid can't play because he's not old enough or this kid has to get off the team because he's too old. And then at the end of Hardball when they let G-Baby go out and and hit, I'm like, wait a second. Was his – was his birthday in the middle of the season and they just let him hit? Or did Keanu just break the rules and let G-Baby go out and hit? Because he was too young to be on the team. I'm guessing broke the rules. It's the only thing I could think of. But I they still know. won the championship, so the championship should be voided. But everybody let him. Everybody let him. It's probably because he died they gave him the ring, which is if I was the opposite coach, that D.B. Sweeney coach, I'd be like, fuck you, right here it says, <laughs> I don't care if a kid dies, I win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate dick move, and like in that movie, cash in, dickhead yeah, coach. But, but, but if dick, you're, you're in this far, if he did that shit in the movie, I would have to say that it, it, it over. I mean, what was that? Twenty years ago, almost that movie yeah. came out. Yeah, I and think it was exactly twenty years I, ago. I said definitely would have to be in the running, always <laughs> in the running for at least top ten most. Asshole person in a movie. <laughs> First of all, uh, that dude—he was an asshole in that movie. 
Also, I was like, why are you so invested in this shit? I mean, I get being competitive, but it's like, why are you like, you're just trying to, like, first of all, that team, Keanu Reeves' team was not that good. And that dude was going way out of his way. Like, it would be, it would be like if, like, like the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers, and Andy Reid was, like, trying to be like, Tom Brady's too old to be in this, <laughs> in this league. He has to be benched. You know, or something like that, because the team is too good. This dude was just like any anybody. He was trying to find any way to get rid of that, everybody. But he was doing it against a underprivileged inner-city team. Yeah. <laughs> that was like... You should have... You didn't even... You didn't need those rules to beat him. You probably could have beat him anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh, again, mediocre movie. Yeah, um, that's right. We got on Hardball. Yeah, you know, that was the Matrix. Going down our Keanu Reeves pipeline. Uh, what is your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? My favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Oh, it, it probably is the Matrix. Is it the Matrix? It, it's probably one hundred percent the Matrix. Um, I it would have to be. I I have always loved that dude when he shows up as not in smaller roles and stuff. Like I fucking love that dude in Parenthood. Like even as a kid, I was like, this dude's awesome in this movie. And uh, like I still think he's his part is really good in the movie. But that I mean that's a, just an awesome movie in general. Parenthood's a good movie. Uh, but I mean I don't know. I, I would I would also say the Matrix, but um. At a speed and point break. That's I was about to say. Because I think Patrick Swayze is what makes point break. I agree. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I don't ever even think about speed, even though, like, that was the movie that pretty much ex- made him explode. Uh, but, like, I was never a huge speed fan. And I think I would have to watch it again now because I know why I hated it back then. Because I, 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 I was not on the Keanu Reeves bandwagon at that point mm. in terms of him being in movies like that. Because I just didn't like dialogue. What are you going to do? I'm going to speed it up. It was, it was his typical wooden dialogue, and yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. And, but like maybe now I could get past that. Because as, as, as I, I know, have noticed, as I've gotten older, my ability to watch horse shit action movies and things like that has, has very much leveled out and you know i can watch you can't you can't critique those movies yes yes you that's can, what I, mean. I mean i mean you can but in a fun way but not in a way you hold it against them yes that's what i'm saying like i don't do that no more i, I honestly i think the fast and the furious franchise is what broke me like i think at 100 <laughs> percent. yeah you can't yeah i think it's 100 percent what shot when i because i was not a fan of the fast and the furious franchise and then when i watched five it's like something happened inside my head and my brain just went this shit's amazing. I was at work one time, and a guy that worked next to me, he's a movie guy. You know those scenes in movies where, like, a mom has, like, a glass of lemonade, and something shocking happens, and it just drops and splashes and breaks all over the floor? Mm-hmm. Then she screams. He told me – I was had a package in my hand. He told me he hated the Fast and Furious franchise, and I just dropped this fragile package all over the floor. I mean, it broke everywhere. We were sweeping up glass for days. I'd made all that up, but <laughs> I was shocked by when he told me that, and not only shocked, insulted. <laughs> Did I kill the combo? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, but no. you, but but you know, he was against it, and I was so shocked by that. But I think it's because I just, when it comes to Fast and the Furious, I expect people to watch those movies like we do. Like it's tongue in cheek, you know. It's like oh, it's ridiculous, and they want to make it more ridiculous. That they're going into space, which they're going in. You know what I mean? It's getting I'm gonna bring even up, crazy. I agree, and I'm going to bring up a point about a movie we're going to talk about later about pe- like somebody who hated on it, and they don't understand that. Like I'm aware that it is not a quality film. It is not something I would put as a put up as a masterpiece. It was yeah. ridiculous. But like I, that's I'm for Fast and the Furious because how ridiculous it gets. Yeah. Like there's a scene in I think it's Fast. Oh, I think it's I think it was Fast Eight, and 
Remember when Dom goes bad, but he does it for his family, his, mm-hmm. his, his child he never knew he had. And remember they hook all those harpoons into his car, and they're all like going like, he's got like 3,000 horsepower. And then one guy's like, no, that's 5,000. And then Jason Statham's like, I think it's like 8,000. <laughs> and they're like, and at someone pointed out, I was like, horsepower don't even get that fucking high. Someone said horsepower doesn't even get that high. That's, that's insane. <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm. they're just saying stuff. And then he just rips all their cars off with this strong car. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, in this last movie, like, they have a fucking magnet ripping cars apart and all this other stuff. And, like, I've, like, I've pointed out, it's like, it's a, I, I, I think it, it's a very selective It magnet. comes out this Tuesday, I think. Well, this, pa- this podcast will probably be out after that. So it gets released here soon where I can actually rent it. Mm-hmm. So I'll get it on Amazon Prime and watch it next week and... We'll, I will discuss it with you on here. Oh, even that's though fine. We'll be late to the game I'll, I'll, on I'll, it. I'll but. watch it again. So, because here's the thing. When I watched it the first time, I had a number in my head, and it was an eight. And it, like the more and more I think about it, there's a lot of stuff that like I didn't like about it. Uh, because, I, I'll, I'll be honest, some of it bored me, but there are moments... That there, like I said, it's one of those movies where there are a- actual genuine moments in it that, like, that's why it's hard for me to like to grade this movie because even the parts I was like, oh, I didn't like that at all. There were parts that like shot me through the roof. Of I, fucking action movie love. I wish I would have gone to uh, the theaters with you and Travis to watch it. Uh, like like we like we had done in the past. It was mm-hmm. it, it started to become a tradition for us, and I I don't know why I couldn't go that this last time, but uh. But when we went and saw Fast Eight, and my favorite thing is seeing it with you guys is when is when they're in the plane with Charlie Theron and and she's ordering the pilot guy to do something. And he's part of an international syndicate, but he's in full pilot garb. Yeah. And I just leaned over to you and go, "Isn't it weird that he's dressed up like a pirate? Like, dude, you're in an you're in like a." You're in a criminal syndicate. You wear jeans. You dress like fucking Magnum PI if you wanted to. Yeah. Why are you wearing? Where are you? Where are your? Has, where are you calling into and being like, uh, this is a criminal syndicate seven forty seven two five two. We'll be our approach is coming up. Uh, I'm showing up. <laughs> you in, have you have passage criminal syndicate seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm showing up in t shirt and jeans. I don't right? give a fuck. Like, who gives a shit? Why are you dressed like a pilot? <laughs> I got these J C Penney's. How do they look? <laughs> I know shit. <laughs> No shit. I just creased my pants like yeah. for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, so stupid. Yeah, I stole this off a real pilot. Yeah. I wanted to feel like I was a real pilot. Yeah. I never can make it. Into maybe, the- maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was like, I was a real pilot, but I went bad and now I'm kind of regretting it. So I wear these to still feel good about myself. What about like, you know, you're talking about that and like, you, you and I've never like experienced like what rich people do on their private jets or and stuff, but in movies, like they're. Like their servers and all that stuff are always wearing like what seem to be movie server uniforms. You know, like if their maid shows up, they're dressed up like a maid. And I've always been like, why does anybody give a fuck what they're dressed like? If they're cleaning your shit, why are they going to be wearing that stupid fucking outfit? Why can't they just be wearing some <laughs> shitty clothes? Because uh, you don't want them to fuck up nice stuff. Because that's the thing. Like these guys serving and doing all this stuff, they're all wearing nice. Like it, it might be servant clothes, but they're fucking nice ass clothes and probably not cheap. So I'm like. Why the fuck would you want to spend all the money on uniforms like that and shit? Yeah, if you notice, if you notice anywhere in your cities, uh, when you see like cleaning service companies, then they get out of their like uh, 
uh, I don't know, their PT cruisers, you know, yeah. when they're unloading their mop bucket handles. With their polo they're, shirt on. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're usually... Uh, or his, coveralls. I don't mean to sound judgmental or racist, but a lot of them are Hispanic ladies wearing sweats. They're not, they're not dressed in, like, black and white, you know, like, I'm here to clean your stuff. Racist. Well, I guess I am. Fuck it. All you right, know what? let's go to anyway, movie reviews. All right, before we go, I take a break. Oh, do you really? Oh, I swear to God. All right. No, another I, pee I, break. I, I'm really sorry. Right. I'm really sorry. Dude. You're probably movie like, God, reviews. I'm so sorry. Movie reviews. We gonna do some movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. And we also like heavy metal. Movie review. All right, before we get into the movies, I just want to plug our website because I figure if you're this far into it, maybe you might want to listen to more stuff. Uh, I mean, you can go to AmericanZeroPodcast.com. We do – I put up movie reviews here and there. I do plan on blogging more. I got my friend Joe putting up movie reviews. You can always check those out. I do share them on our social media places. But if you want to subscribe to the podcast, the best place to find it would be AmericanZeroPodcast.com slash subscribe. Like every – Major app is on there for you to click on, and it takes you right to your app, hopefully. And there you go. That's all I got. Anyways, um, so we're gonna do movie reviews. Good plug. Uh, uh, let's. It's a great plug. Good job by you. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, no, I'm... I'm serious, man. Like you know, you did a great job, right? There. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want to talk about. Okay, I, here's how my dumb American self kept calling this movie Shang Chi, and then after seeing it, I realized it's Shang Chi. So I feel stupid saying it. Oh, either way, God, you're such a fucking Westerner. Yeah. So, anyways, it's Shang Chi. Wes hasn't seen this movie. I have, and you know, I'm not going to get too far into it. It's literally the best way to explain it is: Have you seen any other Marvel origin story movie? Think of that movie, and then just put a bunch of Asian shit into it, and oh, then you have Chung chi And now we lost all our, our... No, I don't give a fuck. Our whole it, a- Asian it, audience went it, out the window. It's once again, like, the guy who... Uh, the, what's his name who directed Dune said Marvel are cookie-cutter cu- cookie cutter movies, and they are. And I, for a while, I was okay with it, but now it's getting to the point where it's getting fucking old. He opened your eyes. And... Uh, this movie is 100% that. Here's something that bugged me the most. The humor in this movie is, you know, generally in Marvel movies, there's jokes that I'm like, oh, that's pretty good and all that stuff. But I've really felt, this is the first time I've been in a Marvel movie where I felt like the humor and the the direction of it was geared more towards a 14 or 15 year old. Where I was like, okay, and I was watching, I was like, is that the audience they're going after? Or do they realize that the super nerdy dudes who love this shit are still into that kind of stuff? Because I didn't find it funny. Maybe it is because, think about... All the people that started watching Iron Man. Uh, that's what I thought too. Leading into Endgame. Yeah, no, no, I thought that too. Like they're trying to start all over and, and build up a, a, a fan base all the way through. Yeah. And I thought that could and that could be a smart strategy for At them. Our, but the way the route that we're going now, I don't I don't know when this phase is it phase four now. Marvel's yeah, I don't at. know what phase they're in. It started. It started it way out. back when we were like twenty eight, and now we're forty. It ended when we were almost forty. Can we live through another Marvel phase? <laughs> I don't want to. We're on a bad trajectory, um, man. Um. So and, all we do is drink and do podcasts. And well, others, I do. And other things you come to expect from Marvel movies is, is lots of special effects and things like that. And I'll be honest, I thought they were hit or miss throughout the whole movie. Like there were some sequences that are so fake looking that it took me out of the scene, and then there are some that. 
that are like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like there's a scene where there's a fight on a bus and I thought it looked really terrible. But then later on, he's on a goddamn dragon and I thought it looked awesome. And and that's where I'm kind of like, OK, they were all over the map with what they were doing here uh, in terms of the story. Before I even went and seen the movie, I told somebody, let me guess what the story's about. He's going to find out that he's got some kind of like secret history about his family <laughs> or something and uh, or somebody else will. And then Pretty like and then he's going to have some like internal struggle with something. Yeah. Him and the bad guy are going to fight, and then him and the bad guy are going to end up, like, respecting each other or something. And it did. Spoiler alert. And it did. It all happened. If you've seen one fucking Marvel movie, you've seen them all when it comes to this movie. Pretty predictable. People fucking love it. And, like, the thing that drives me nuts, and one thing I couldn't get over is, like, is there's, like, oh, I'm so glad that finally there was, like, representation of Asian people in this movie. And I'm like, are you so fucking stupid to not see that just like I did with Black Panther, this is 100% pandering to the T. They are creating this shit to just try to fill in a fucking gap that they know people are mad about. They don't give a fuck about actually including these cultures for the sake of love of the culture. They're doing it because they know that all you dumb fucks are going to spend your money to go see it. That's all there is to it. Fuck this movie. It's a three. Out of what? Ten. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. So, oh. anyways, so now those of you who listen to this, if you see that movie, you're going to listen to this next review and be like, "This dude's taste is terrible." <laughs> I will say this though about the new Marvel movies. I, I seeing the trailer to Shang Chi, Shang right? Shang, Shang. Yeah, because he changes his name to Sean in the movie, which is when I realized, oh, it's Shang Chi. That's that's how you came up with that? No, that's when I when they started when I when I realized that he that's that's how he came up with Sean and I was like but they they call him Shang Chi. Oh, okay. I just thought maybe you were like No, I knew oh. when I saw that I was like, "All right, I know where they're going with this." I thought maybe you just came up with your yes, own. Yes, because it became a joke later on saying that you tried to hide your identity and you changed your name from Shang to Sean. Uh, and okay. I was like, "Ah ha ha, wah, wah, wah. <gasps> That sounded racist. Yeah. Uh uh, I will, well, it wasn't meant to. Oh, I just yeah, realized it did kind of sound bad. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. You know, but don't edit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, no, but I did notice after I watched this trailer and I watched the Eternals trailer. Uh, oh, God, I don't care about that movie either. My same friend at work who likes a lot of this stuff, you know, and he's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. He, he likes a lot of the same movies I do and stuff, you know, uh, but. You know, he was like, I'm excited for that Eternals. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, it, some of it looks okay, but some of it actually looks cartoony. And I thought the same thing when I saw the Shang-Chi trailer. I was, I, I, we aged out, man. It, I think so. I said, I, I don't, I don't like cartoony stuff. In fact, I'm, I'm more for, uh, just weird green screen and guys on, uh, bungee cords and things like that than just, you know, some some animal looks like he jumped out of an anime cartoon, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was, just wasn't a fan. Yeah, all right. Um, What's the next one we're talking about? The next no. movie we're going to talk about is Malignant. Wes has seen that movie. Oh, I just watched it. Yeah. Like, right before I came over. <laughs> yeah, which excited me. So it's me. fresh in my brain. I, I, I totally forgot we were going to talk about this. Oh, my God. Did this, you really? I, I, I spaced it out. I swear to God, I spaced it Jesus out. Jesus Christ, you forgot to watch it when you said you were going to watch it. Then you watched it. And then you forgot we were going to talk about it. I don't know. I think there's a hole in my brain. Apparently. A black hole. Yeah, but that's why I said my you're going to think my taste in movies is terrible if you love Shang-Chi and then I turn around and I hated it. And then You must have loved this thing. I fucking love this movie so much cuz it's so fucking ridiculous. It's buck wild. Oh yeah. It's it's not anything like I thought it was going to be some supernatural I horror. I thought the same. And then it became like 
late 80s shitty Cinemax horror films? It, it did, and then then it turned into some a sort kung of... kung fu action flick for a it minute? It turned into like, yeah, like a ghoulish Matrix Terminator thing. <laughs> yeah. It was so wild to yeah. me. It was all over the map, but I will say this. There's an escape, the escape scene in that movie. I fucking loved it. It was so ridiculous. From the jail? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. so... I'm watching it. I thought the same thing you did. So I'm like, oh, it's some supernatural thing, and this thing is attached to her and all that. And, but then as it started to go on, I don't know if we're doing spoilers or not. I have no idea. Um, uh, do you want? I don't do care. You want to make the you can make the announcement now. Yeah, go ahead. Want. Spoiler alert. There's spoiler alert. Okay, so whatever this is. If you we're going right. This is the last part of the show. So if you don't want this movie to be spoiled for you, just turn off the show. It's the last thing we're gonna do. I so I'm watching it and I'm thinking, okay, it's a supernatural thing. Here we go. It's James Wan. It's gonna do all these things where it, you know, like we talked about when we did the Conjuring review. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for jump scares when I know it's coming. I'm doing the whole like one eyes open, one eyes closed. Like this thing's gonna scare me. I know it is. And it yep. doesn't happen. And then all of a sudden, next thing, a guy turns around. There's someone in his cabinets. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Then you're like, god damn it, Wes. You knew it was gonna happen. What's wrong with you? This doesn't have too many of those. It starts, then, it starts off with them. It does, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, now things attached to her, and if, like the conjuring, doesn't matter where you go, it's always with you. Yeah. Then it starts turning to something else, and you're like, wait a second. What is going on here? Like when she starts experiencing like hallucinations she starts, of murders? Yeah, she starts to freeze in her tracks, and this thing that's attached to her is, is killing people, and she can see them. Real but time. But she's stuck in her house, but she can see the killings going on. So you're like, wait, now she's got visions? What's going down now? Okay, this is a little weird. But then when one of these visions she predicts or knows it's going to happen, and a police officer shows up to stop it, which always, these movies, this is one of my favorite cliche things in all horror movies when cops are involved, which I wish they would just stop doing. It's like, can we stop doing, there's police officers involved, and they're like, they're all like, we know you did it. We don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, this ain't for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I got a hobo killing people under bridges. I know it's a hobo. Yeah. I ain't got time to be catching fucking shadows and ghosts and dark stuff. You know, this isn't for me. Call Mulder and Scully. With a motherfucker with, with his. I, I chased. I, I, I'm sorry, but the, the <laughs> dude comes in there and then it's a dude who, first off, I don't can't even explain what the fuck his face was. And then his feet are on backwards and all this shit. So that's. That's when I started to wonder, wait a second, this thing's attached to her. When it's when I noticed it was running backwards and I was like, oh, I didn't think it which was. Which I thought that chase sequence was awesome too. Yeah, which I didn't think, but, but, but I didn't think like, so I was like, maybe it's some sort of alternate personality. And then when it came out that it was basically a reverse quado from Total Recall yeah. was growing out of the back of her, of her body. I was like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden this guy turns into... Like we talked about earlier, the fucking Matrix. This thing takes out a whole police squad. It's literally the Matrix plus the Terminator. <laughs> and I, I honestly hope it was pitched that way. I, w- I want to be in – I've told people all the time I want to be in pitch – I want to be a fly on the wall in pitch meetings. I want to hear these things. I want to hear – I want to hear the coked up – Fucking the movie executive say, "Tell me what you got." And the guy's like, "Hey man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a ghost story, but the ghost turns out to be like the Matrix, but the Terminator." And he takes out a whole police. And the guy's like, "I'm all in. Build a story around that." I, I, I feel like James Wan decided one day that he was gonna. He was like, you know, 
I've done it all. Ghost movies, this, that. I'm going to put them all in one movie. Exactly. And that's exactly what he, what he did. did. It was yeah. great. Yeah. I, you know what? I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it till things really started to go wild. Uh, no, I, at first, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. And then, it, like, once I started getting – I started catching – like, I'd say it took me about 20 – Plus minutes before I was like, eh, I think I, I think some I think some craziness is going on here beyond some, some, what I expect. It's about to go wild. And what's funny is, so as I'm, you know, the first half hour, it, like I told you, I'm bad about this. I'm kind of on my phone. I'm watching it because I'm like, it's a James Wan movie. Okay, where is it going to go? I'll watch it. And then when some different things started to happen, I just put my phone to the side and I was like, wait, this shit is getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is getting wild, man. It was refreshing to me because it was just so like I, I think because one I walk I see I had just watched the trailer for it like a day before or something like that and or no it was about a week before because I saw it at Candyman and uh, I was like what the fuck it, I, like I the trailer doesn't do anything to prepare you it made me think this is just another James Wan movie. And the, when I say it's refreshing is, is that I went into the movie not really knowing a whole lot, even with the trailer. And then when I watched it and got that violent turn where it went from possible supernatural movie to hack and slash horror, I was like, what the fuck? Especially when the scene where they start beating her up in the goddamn jail cell and that dude just fucking comes out of the back of her head and just starts ripping his her that, breaking her arms around and shit that was the most gnarly stuff <laughs> I, and i love that kind of stuff yeah. you know it's like all of a sudden it's it's just breaking arms and and it's showing you know compound fractures <laughs> yeah. and throats getting ripped out yeah i was like this shit is incredible like a dude at my work he was like ah, i'm not really interested in seeing it and we and then me and all these other nerds came back to work and we're like now nah, you got to see it because we, I knew you were going to fucking love it. And he said, he goes, man, I really wasn't into it at first. He goes, but that big swing where she just turns into a, like a serial killer. He goes, I was like, I'm in 100%. I was like, yes, it got, it was fucking just, ah, oh, can't. And then, I, and then what's funny about that, I was like, all right, here we go. And then when the final showdown thing happened and I was like, this is where it's going to get corny for me. And when she decided, she decided, no. Now I'm taking over. Yeah. And all that tipped her off was the fact that the premise of the movie starts off by her being pregnant and having some problems, and you come to find out she's had a few miscarriages. Well, it turns out she had these miscarriages because her tumor brain brother was eating them for fucking power. Oh, so and that's that's what that's what turned that's what turned the switch on for that and her husband shoved her into a wall broke the back of her skull open and he was able to come back out of the back of her head but I love, because that's where they hid him but I, I just I just love those scenes where it's like where it's like her sister yelling at her as she's getting terrorized by her she's getting terrorized by her alter ego her sister trying to reach out to her like you can hear me listen to me he was eating your fetuses. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all of a sudden she's like, dun, dun, dun. And then she decides to be like, no, now I have the power. She's He-Man. I, I, I have the power. And she said to him, like, you couldn't turn that. That's what it took to turn it on, not just him just <laughs> killing your family and everybody yeah. else. It had to be all eat, eating your I full on unborn. I, I, I loved I did love the part when she did a description of him and that fucking chick said, so I'm supposed to put out a bolo for sloth from the Goonies. That part was amazing. I laughed out loud at that so part. So did I. Yeah. Um, I loved that. And, dude, I, like, uh, just, like you said, like, the any I full-on expect this shit to come out, like, on a VHS. Like, that's oh, a collector's edition. for sure. I was like, I would buy that shit to put on my shelf as, like, a shitty VHS tape. 
Yeah, it 100%. Like, I think you that's know, one of the things I loved. It took me back to being like 12, man. I, so I don't know if I would have watched it unless you told me, like, when I was like, do you want to talk about Malignant? And you were like, fuck yeah. And I was like, okay. And you told me, you said, because it is quite polarizing at my job and and basically telling me like the, you know it's that kind of a movie like people are like like what did you think so i so when i went into it i was thinking like oh maybe it's got some jump scares and a twist i did not expect any of that to happen and i'll be honest with you a- after thinking about it and discussing it i really like it and i thought it was pretty original even though there was some, yeah there was some hokey stuff in it but it was fun hokey oh yeah yeah no like that's one like one of the reviews i read for it said like you know he talked about there's no way they could take this movie serious and the first thing i told a dude at work i said i said no 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 no. i said because i'm gonna tell you right now if i'm working on this set with james wan you don't know how serious i'm being about this non-serious movie i was like i would have been all in when he fucking pitched this shit to me i'd have been like this shit's gonna be awesome you're gonna I'm I'm fucking sold. I do always like horror movies too, and they start off with asshole husbands and boyfriends that you're just like, that guy's dying. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I knew this dude was dead. Like right when she came in, and it's, you're like 30 seconds into the movie, and she comes in, and she can tell she's like, I'm having problems with the baby, and he's like looking at MMA like this bitch again. Oh, I do this, have one question. Like, oh my god, this lady, my wife, and her pregnancy problems. Like, oh that guy's gonna die. So they make it seem like this dude is living in her attic. And he and he kidnaps their 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 biological mother and hangs her up like in the attic and stuff. But what I don't understand is this attic has like a giant huge fan in it, like one that would chop a person up if they went through it. And I'm like, who's no, attic? Nobody's yeah. house has a has a uh, has a factory fan yeah. in it like that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't understand it's that either. Like a Goodyear, yeah, exactly. Like no one's attic has it. And also, if they do, what's your asbestos problem? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, Get a remodel. Also, like, I was trying to figure out, too, like, like the outfit that he had. I was sitting there thinking, like, when did he get that? Because, like, he wore specific clothes, and he seemed pretty fucking pissed off when they took him. And and I was trying to think, like, well, she would have had to have bought him. Dude, this is why this is, <laughs> this is why I'm telling you the pitch was think about a ghoul who's crossed Matrix and Terminator. And lives, and, and lives they, inside her head, in the, but physically. And the, physically. And the movie executive did a line of blow off a glass <laughs> coffee table and said, make this movie. Hey, look, if, if, if this is a cocaine movie... <laughs> Oh, which the eighties, which the eighties were what they were because of cocaine. I will fucking welcome another era of cocaine movies. It is one hundred percent. I'm not saying James Wan was on cocaine, but the producers were. I would. There's I'm, no doubt in my mind. Please bring it back. I'm all for it. That's a fucking nine for me. I had so much fun. I with this would movie. not be surprised if there was a documentary actually put out on HBO Max about. Warner Brothers producers just being loaded on cocaine. Now, maybe that'd be bad for their brand. Maybe someone else would do an expose on that. But some of the shit they're doing, man. Is is uh <laughs> is Mad Max a Warner Brothers movie? Oh yeah. Because I was gonna point out that like maybe they do do coke because when they got the, Matrix Warner Brothers. Yeah, when they got when uh there's a story about how uh George Miller brought back like the movie. And they like, and it wasn't com- completely done. And they were watching it, and he thought they were going to be like, "Fuck this movie." And they watched it, and then gave him a bunch more money and said, "Go do more." And which, you know, obviously it turned out to be awesome. But that's why, like, seriously, they must be doing coke up there. And then, and then, <laughs> but they're not when they make, but they, but not when they make DC movies. 
<laughs> not when they make DC movies. It probably is a DC no coke, no, <laughs> yeah, coke, no coke rulers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because they're still in their head. Maybe it's a DC guy who's like, "Hey, man, I know what you guys <laughs> do at Warner Brothers, and we you know we have a contract, but look, I'm telling you right now, no cocaine on DC movies." Until one stepped in and said, "Yeah, you go ahead and make Joker." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that or 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 make Green Lantern. That's where like that. Maybe that's why there's no coke anymore. <laughs> the dude did. who made Green Lantern was like, "That guy was doing too much coke." In fact, I heard he modeled. The whole fucking uh, what's the the scars guard guy, the guy who played the giant head brain guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like that guy. That guy is based off one of your guys doing coke. Because <laughs> look at that guy's fucking brain and face. That guy's got coke brain. No way. Never. We're never doing coke again on DC movies. What do you give it out of ten? I'm gonna get a, a seven and a half. All right. I'll- Respectable I, I, number. Eight, eight to me is a is a really good solid movie. Seven and a half, seven to seven and a half is something that's seriously entertained me. So I'll give it that. I I don't think it was a good movie, but it was fun. It I, was definitely fun. I, my, my, I I have explained how I do my ten scale here because like like it's gonna be like we do a lot of weird scales on this show. No, we used to do how many zeros do you give it? And like I, five zeros. I well I'm sticking with the ten scale because that's the way I have my website set up. Our oh. website set up. Uh, the oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, but, here we go. No, no. But the reason the ego has landed. Well, I, I just I said mine because I've been working on. That's how I referred to it to it's everybody your, else. It's yours. Yeah, it's yours. So, uh, what? But the reason. Um, I look, say my, I'm, look, I'm just a color commentator on this show. I'm like Tony Romo. I just show up and just. You're the heart and soul I, of this I just, show. I just show up and call plays. You know what, what I'm explaining. My ten scales here is because look, I might give a movie like I give this a nine because I loved it that much. But I'm going to turn. That does not mean that that nine holds the same weight or come or that that like I give The Godfather a ten. That does not mean this movie's nine means that I think this movie is up there with The Godfather. Two totally different types of movies, two different types of quality. It's it's a totally different animal. I would never, like, equate them. That's why you can't go by my scale about that. You just really have to think about this. I just enjoyed this movie that much. I, I loved it that much that I gave it a fucking nine because that, that, it, it, it – ticked every goddamn box there could be for me at that moment and i don't know what it is that's going on with me right now like i was totally caught off guard by like the matrix trailer surprising me with like how much i liked it and how much like i found myself nerding out looking more into Mm -hmm. it and then this movie fucking did sign it kind of the same thing for me and stuff so it's almost like I'm, I'm starting to like movies again yes 100 percent. it was like because i was like really Jesus Christ, I saw Candyman. I fucking hated it. And, you hated Candyman? Uh, I fucking hated it. And uh, I wrote a review. You can see it on AmericanZeroPodcast.com. And um, and then, uh, what was Great. the other movie? Oh, Great well, plug. But Great part, plug. part of the problem is, is like a lot of the movies I watch are things I never want to watch in the first place. Because either one, I watch it because I want to review it. And you never know. You might be surprised. Uh, then the other sure. problem is I watch all that shit that my kids want to watch or my wife wants to watch. And almost always, those are movies I never had any intention of seeing in the first place. So that that happens a lot. That's how I saw, saw Shang Chi because I knew my daughter would want to go see it. Turns out she didn't like it that much either. She didn't. Did hate she it. watch? Did she watch Malignant with you? Yes. She, okay. She enjoyed it. She thought it was dumb and she enjoyed it. So that's all right. Good. So, anyways, I say that's our show. We're done. I think so. Okay. Well, all right. Well, stay clean, stay focused, and don't get dead. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs>